Welcome to the Cheapskate Show, everybody. We have a really packed show today, starting with the Netflix price hike. We have thoughts on how to slash your streaming bill. And speaking of streaming, we are also going to take a peek at T-Mobile's new service, which starts at only 10 bucks a month. And then it's on to Black Friday. Yes, it's coming. And soon, we're going to show you how to shop smart and save big. I'm Rick Broida, CNET Senior Commerce Editor, but better known as The Cheapskate. Joining me, as always, is the bucket full of leftover Halloween candy no one wants, Dave Heathbar Johnson. Hi, Dave. Your intros are just getting meaner and meaner. And for, I, I have so many thoughts here. One, you're <laughs> a mean, terrible person. But also, I actually Googled Heath Bar to remind myself what was in it. And it doesn't bode well when one of the first search results I ran into is, do they still make Heath Bars? Which is kind of <laughs> like the equivalent of finding out that your band is featured in the Where Are They Now file. But it turns out that Heath Bars are made with toffee. What's toffee, yeah. Rick? What's toffee? I don't even know what toffee is. <laughs> Actually, I was kind of torn between calling you Heath Bar Johnson and Pixie Stick Johnson, uh, because... <laughs> If I'm being totally honest, I actually kind of like Heath Bars. But why? They're made with toffee, which rhymes with coffee. I've always avoided toffee because I assume it's coffee flavored. No, no. Toffee is nothing like coffee. Then <laughs> why does it rhyme? Rhyming. I don't know. I don't so know, what is it then? Toffee. Toffee is like an English thing. I mean, it's it's a it's sugar. I and mean, we all know that the British are known for their foods. So yeah, but see, they they cover this in chocolate and then make it super hard, so it's all but guaranteed to cause you dental problems after you eat it. It's not meant to be chewed, and yet that's what we do. I guess the only reasonable question to ask is, do they still make Heath bars, and if so, why? Well, you know, when my kids were young, obviously we would delight in them coming home with this big bag of candy and dumping it out all over the floor, and then we would get to pick out the stuff that they would <laughs> never eat. And so a Heath bar was one of those things, like, or like a $100,000 bar. You know, it's like they're not going anywhere near that, but what? I love those. Really? $100,000 bars? No, those are the best. Well, I know, but kids don't know that because they're dumb. <laughs> they is, is this what the show is about today, Rick? Are we just talking about Halloween candy? Uh, I have to imagine that there's a, a good segment of listeners who would love to hear us talk about Halloween candy because there's there's no what what better subject is there than candy? Uh, all right, now let's go on to the actual show. Um, but you know that being said, people, if you want to tell us about your favorite Halloween candies, we, we'll we'll listen. So shoot us an email. And if you want to send us your favorite Halloween candy, we'll eat it. Even better, yes. We will uh, write in and I will give you my address and then I will choose out all the good stuff and send all the junk to Dave. <laughs> All right, so Dave, Netflix. Every couple of years, Netflix raises prices a couple bucks, a buck or two. And this year was no different because they just announced a price increase. Let me just ask you a question, okay? Because everybody always loses their blank every time this happens. I have long considered Netflix to be kind of a pretty excellent deal. For the amount of stuff you can stream on Netflix, it's pretty cheap. It's pretty cheap. Uh, agree, disagree. I think I disagree with you, sir. All really? right, here's the problem that I have with Netflix. For one thing, it's been creeping up for years. And we're now, I think, leaving the realm of this is a good value to I have to really think about do I want to keep paying for it because it's getting expensive, especially if you're on the premium plan like I am to get the 4K output. That's a concern. And 
it doesn't matter how much content they have. There's only so much time in the day. I can't watch Netflix 24 hours a day. So if I'm only watching one show a day or one show every couple of days, it doesn't matter what the selection is. It's not a good value. And last but not least, it's been getting worse for the kinds of movies you want to watch for years. You know, they've doubled down on original content, and yeah, there's a lot of TV shows and stuff, but there was a time when any movie you wanted to see was going to be on Netflix, because that was how I watched my movies, when I would get discs from Netflix in the mail, you know, because I've been a member that long. But these days, most movies aren't on Netflix anymore. I've got to go to Amazon Prime, or I have to go to HBO. Well, okay, Grandpa Joe, um, you're talking about a completely different thing. I mean, Netflix, the DVD service, was a completely different animal than Netflix, the streaming service. And yeah, the latter has always had uh, less than stellar movie streaming options. Certainly, So no thank current... you for making my point. No, but it's never been the place that you would get current movie releases. You always had to look elsewhere if you wanted to like rent a new release or whatever. But Netflix still offers just a ton of content and granted a lot of it is not good but a lot of it is great i mean look at you got travelers you got the crown you got stranger things i mean this there's a well, lot of yeah, really for really sure. good there's stuff. great content but am i asking too much to be <laughs> able to go to a single streaming service and get all the shows i want why do I have yes. to subscribe to five or six different streaming services? Because that's the world that we live in now. I, I totally get your point. It's just it seems like service overload, which I guess kind of brings us to the next thing we're going to talk about. Oh, we can a new back. streaming service. Yeah, new streaming service. So before we do that, though, I just want to I just want to mention, and we'll we'll put a link to this in the show notes as always, is that there are ways to save money on streaming. There's like strategies that you can employ, and we've talked about this in the past, but they're all kind of collected in a single article that I think is useful for anybody who's now starting to feel like, okay, Netflix is going to cost me what, like 19, 18, 19 hours a month now for the premium version. There's kind of things you can do to help lower your, your streaming bill. So I recommend checking out that story. But so T-Mobile is now getting in on it, but it's T-Mobile's new service, which is called T-Vision. <laughs> I can't decide if I like that name or I hate that name. It's well, Sounds actually, like... the other day I did a router deal on CNET, and it's called MeshForce, right? Which, <laughs> which we we were joking between you you and I that that just sounds like like maybe a special division within GI Joe that fights Cobra. But <laughs> here's the deal: actually, it turns out MeshForce is going head to head against T Vision because T Vision <laughs> they've stolen the nuclear codes, and only MeshForce can stop them. Yeah, I feel like Mesh Force is a, is a Saturday morning cartoon from the 80s. <laughs> T-Vision has stolen the nuclear code. Send in Mesh Force 1. Thank you for doing my joke in a voice. That yes, made it better. That's, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, so T-Vision initially available only to T-Mobile subscribers, which is you now, right? So you, you yeah. could potentially get T-Vision. Well, my doctor said if I get T-Vision, I'm going to require surgery. <laughs> Well, I think you can get corrective lenses for, for ah, T-Vision. okay, that's good. <laughs> this thing writes itself. So here's what's interesting. Here's why we're talking about it at all, which is that the lowest tier of T-Vision, I can't say it without laughing, <laughs> uh, starts at $10 a month, which is pretty compelling compared to just about any – so T-Vision's thing is they're a, a live TV streaming service, so similar to – 
uh, YouTube TV or Hulu, Hulu yeah. Plus with TV or whatever they call it. These services, $50, $60, $70 a month. So T-Vision is coming in starting at $10 a month, which is potentially a game changer. And I'm actually really glad to see that Timo is trying to compete just on price alone because we need this to happen because the other live TV streaming services are getting way out of hand, okay? This is getting ludicrous. I agree. This And again, ludicrous makes great music, but I don't really see why you keep <laughs> mentioning him. But I don't not, see why you keep making that joke. I, I know. I, I can't let it go. But yeah, this is, I think, the one saving grace here. It's insanely expensive to get live. It's It costs as much to stream live TV as it just just to keep your old cable service. So this changes that game, and I think that's something to look forward to. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds. And uh, CNET has already done kind of a deep dive into T-Vision and the different tiers, so we'll include a link to that story uh, in the show notes as well. And worth pointing out, everybody, like if you don't want to go uh, sifting through show notes in search of links, you can always just fire up your favorite search engine, type CNET, and then T-Vision, or save money on streaming or whatever, and you will quickly get to the story that you're looking for. That's our tip of the day. We've just gotten done with Prime Day, and like we've said, Black Friday is, it's not just in the, not the rearview mirror. What's the opposite of rearview mirror? Your the front, front view, view mirror. mirror? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not just in the front view mirror. It's like happening now. Even though it's still weeks away, we have these early Black Friday deals happening right now. So maybe it's time to do a little refresher on how to smartly buy stuff on Black Friday. Yeah, and so for everyone already kind of rolling their eyes like, oh, my God, it's only just November and Black Friday's at the end of November and I don't want to hear about it. Well, you actually do want to hear about it because this is the time to not only start kind of planning a little bit and doing a little strategizing, but also because there are a bunch of early sales happening right now. We talked a little bit about them last week, and so this is a good time to mention that Best Buy, Walmart, at a minimum, are holding early Black Friday sales and, and doing sales throughout the month that you really should check out, not only because some of the actual deals are genuinely good. They're actually decent deals that they're queuing up, but also because people are going to be shopping throughout the month and items will start to become scarce. And if you wait too long for something that's on your list – you may miss it. It may run out. You know, supply chains are, are challenging this year because of COVID. So don't put off until Black Friday, which you can buy today. Before Black That's Friday. So just as one example, and you know, I'm not going to go through a laundry list of products that are on sale right now, but today, the day that this episode drops, November 4th, there's a sale starting at Walmart where if you've had your eye on Apple AirPods, they usually cost, what, $160 with the wired charging case. Well, lowest price ever, now you can get them for $99. That's an amazing deal. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. We're, we're all kind of uh, curious how much inventory Walmart has because my feeling is 10 minutes and they're all gone. Others uh, have disagreed with me thinking that, that Walmart has been working with Apple on this and that they've got a plenty of inventory to cover anybody who wants to get $99 AirPods. But that's a great example. Uh, there's also some great TV deals uh, queued up at Walmart and then Best Buy's early 
Black Friday sale, which includes like a price guarantee, which basically means these items will not be cheaper on Black Friday or Cyber Monday or whatever. So go ahead and buy now. Why wait? They've got some great TV deals happening right now. Um, so just start your engines, everybody. If you know if there's something you've been waiting for for Black Friday, you may not have to wait. That said, is there common sense things people need to do to buy smart? Definitely. And this some of this is going to sound a little repetitive because these these tips were ones that we shared back ahead of Prime Day. And a lot of the advice is is the same. So we're going to kind of breeze through these a little bit because you you may well have heard them before if you listen to that episode. But I'll just start by saying, first of all, always do price comparisons, not only to see if another store might have the same or better deal than what you're currently looking at, but also to check a product's price history. Uh, just because something's on sale right now doesn't mean it's the best price it's ever been. Uh, so it's it's always good to check a price history. You can do that using a service called Camel Camel Camel, also known as the Camelizer. As far as price comparing across other stores, there's a tool called Price Blink, which will show you kind of at a glance if the item you're looking at at Amazon might be cheaper at Walmart or might be cheaper at Best Buy or vice versa. So those are a couple worth checking out. And don't forget about cashback tools. Just because you're saving money because it's a Black Friday deal doesn't mean you can't save even more money. There are a bunch of cashback tools out there that we've recommended before. There's Rakuten, there's Top Cashback, and all you have to do is install the plugin in the browser and enable the discount at the site that you're buying at. You automatically get free money. And if you do happen to buy a lot of stuff on Amazon, it really pays to have the Amazon Prime Rewards card because you get extra percentages back for certain kinds of sales and stuff. You can really clean up with one of those cards. Yeah, I definitely recommend if you didn't get the Prime Rewards card ahead of Prime Day, uh, you still should look into getting it now. Not only are they doing like a, a really generous gift card, like a, it was $100. I don't know if it still is, but you could get like a $100 Amazon gift card just by signing up for the rewards card. And then you get 5% back on everything you buy from Amazon. And they often do like additional extra cash back on certain select categories of products. So uh, as we roll up to Black Friday, you know, you might get an extra 10% or even 15% back on certain items. So you, you said it right, Dave, that you could you can clean up by using that card if you're doing a lot of shopping at Amazon. Yeah, and you know, I think the other obvious thing is just buy everything. You know, like if you see even a slightly good price, just grab <laughs> it, right? No, because no. you know, it's just money. You need to buy everything you can get your hands on. <laughs> uh, I think Dave, are you being facetious right now? Uh, perhaps. I figured I'd give you an opening. Okay, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's that's our segue into this bit of advice, which is take take a breath before buying anything, folks. Uh, obviously, the stores are, are the hype machine is running at full tilt here, but just ask yourself if this is something that you really need, or are you just getting it because it's a good deal? The the takeaway here. Many, if not most of these deals are repeated many times throughout the year. Okay. If you miss it on the lead up to Black Friday, they're going to crank these deals up again ahead of Christmas. So you'll have another opportunity. And then all throughout the year, you know, Valentine's Day deals and Arbor Day deals and July 4th deals, they'll be back. So just don't get caught up in the hype. That's my advice. Folks, stay tuned. In upcoming episodes, we're going to share our favorite affordable gifts for everybody on your shopping list. And, you know, we're going to kind of cover 
all the cool stuff. TVs, phones, tablets, uh, smart home gadgets. Rick's probably going to talk about coffee makers, but, you know, I'm going to talk about drones. So whatever you like, we're going to have something for you. Now it's time for a little listener mail. Following last week's episode on cheap phone service, a repeat listener, this is someone who's actually listened to more than one episode apparently because he's written to us before, Matt Modridge wrote to tell us about Verizon Prepaid. He uses that service and his monthly tab is $25 plus tax and fees, so that makes it a little closer to 28 bucks. Yeah, so it actually turns out that Verizon has prepaid plans starting at $40 a month, but auto pay billing knocks $5 off of that, bringing it down to 35 and then you get another $5 off after three months, and then $10 off after nine months, so you kind of, it's kind of a loyalty thing that after nine months goes by, you're paying $25 a month, which is unusually good for, for a big three carrier. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. But keep in mind that the plan caps you at five gigabytes of high-speed data per month. But, you know, we talked about this, and we said that that's more than enough for a lot of people because, heck, you know, you're not using data most of the time. You're at home, you're at work, you're on Wi-Fi. So thanks for the tip, Matt. Okay, next we got a note from a listener who asked us not to share his name. So we'll just say that he wrote... I just switched a line from T-Mobile to Consumer Cellular, and I'm two months in, and so far, so good. It has everything I had before, and it's about $30 a month, including taxes. So his rating is AAA++, and says that he recommends them. And I think you, you had actually pointed out Consumer Cellular as being one of the great options for people who want to spend less, yes? Yes, indeed. I, I've written about that one before. Okay, so here is a very enthusiastic recommendation from a listener. So thank you for that. And thanks to everyone else who listens in and writes in. If you would like to contact us about the show, send your messages to cheapskateshow at cbsinteractive.com. And just a quick heads up, that email address will be changing in the not-too-distant future, but we'll have more details on that for you down the road. In the meantime, we'll be back next week with more deals and money-saving advice. You can also find daily deals by visiting cnet.com slash cheapskate and following us on Twitter at Cheapskate Blog or Facebook at Cheapskate Rick. You can also sign up for deal alerts by texting 415-878-5807. Every day, every weekday, you'll get a little deal alert from yours truly. And as always, we'd be eternally grateful if you left us a rating or review on your preferred podcast platform. So until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay cheap.